Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. This episode of the Steadfast and Law podcast is brought to us by our dear friends at the Concealed Carry Association of America. You can click Learn More below right now to activate your U.S. Concealed Carry Association membership. The U.S. Concealed Carry Association helps responsibly armed Americans like you prepare for the before, during, and after of a self-defense incident. And if you're looking at how crime is out there right now, thanks to Joe Biden, George Soros, and all his Soros DAs, there's going to be a lot of self-defense incidents. USCCA members get life-saving education, expert training, plus self-defense liability insurance. Plus, it's risk-free with their money-back bulletproof guarantee. Click Learn More right now to explore membership. Don't wait until it's too late. Click Learn More now. And remember that the USCCA is not an insurance company. A policy has been issued to the USCCA by Universal Fire and Casualty Insurance Company. That policy provides the association and its members with self-defense liability insurance subject to its terms, conditions, limitations, and exclusions. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Steadfast and Law podcast. And as promised, we have our second candidate that is out here running for elected office. We just finished talking to Tina Ramirez, who is running for Virginia State Senate in District 12. And she explained why that is such an important two seats, two seats away from flipping the Virginia State Senate from Democrat to Republican, and she's one of those seats. But now we're here with a dear friend of mine, and that's Tim O'Hare. And Tim is a graduate of the University of Texas at Austin with a BBA in finance. He went, Tim, there's only one UT, the original (laughs) UT, okay, the one that enabled there to be a Texas. I have to correct these people about that. I love Tim. But Tim went on to earn his law degree from the SMU School of Law, prestigious school of law. In addition to his extensive community service, he has spent 25 years building a successful legal practice and real estate investment company. Tim founded his own law firm in 2001 and serves clients across the DFW area. He became a city councilman in Farmers Branch for three years before serving as mayor of Farmers Branch, Texas from 2008 to 2011. During his two terms in office, he spearheaded reductions in government spending that resulted in millions of dollars of annual taxpayer savings and reduced the city's unfunded pension liability by almost $20 million, all while keeping the city's $90 million budget balanced. In Tarrant County, he has consistently consistently proven himself that he is a strong leader in uncertain times. He has played a critical role in electing honest, consistent, and reliable leaders across Tarrant County since 2016. Tim understands that for individuals and families to flourish, more money needs to be in their hands 
not in the pockets of government. And in 2016, Tim was appointed by then Texas Governor Rick Perry to the State Board of Dental Examiners to help clean up Medicaid fraud in the dental industry. In 2018, Sheriff Bill Weyburn of Tarrant County appointed him chairman of the Tarrant County Civil Service Commission. Tim formerly served on the National Board of Directors for the Christian Legal Society and their Center for Religious Freedom Committee, where he started a high school outreach mentoring program in an inner city high school. Tim and his wife, Kristen, live in South Lake, Texas, where he coaches his daughter's youth rec sports teams. They are proud parents of four beautiful little girls and are members of First Baptist Church Grapevine, where he is a deacon. Together, Tim and Kristen have served as Sunday school teachers and children's ministry for over 12 years. And now, as if he hadn't had enough, Tim O'Hare is running to be the county judge of Tarrant County. And for everyone outside the state of Texas, county judge position here in Texas means that you're head of the county commission. So he is the boss hog of Tarrant County, which is one of the largest counties here in the state of Texas. Tim, thanks for joining us on the Steadfast and Law Podcast. Always great to be with you, Alan. And I want to publicly say thank you for your service as treasurer when I was the chairman of the Republican Party of Texas. You know, thank you for appointing me. Uh, you did a great job while you were there. Appreciate and, you know, it. it is up to us to serve. It is. And that's what God calls us to do. And so my life has been a life of service. And sometimes, quite frankly, I've been too busy to do some of the things I've been asked to do. Yeah. But uh, you know what? You, you want something done and done well, hire a busy person to do it. That's say. right. Yeah. And, you know, it's a great point you bring up because so many people come up to those of us in the military and they say, thank you for your service. And we wish we could have served in the military. And I always tell them, you can serve in any capacity. You just got to find out where God would have you to be and be obedient to his will. So thank you for what you have done. And now you're taking on a pretty big task because Tarrant County is in the sights of the progressive socialist left here in Texas because the left controls Dallas, Dallas County. They control Houston, Harris County. They control uh, Austin and Travis County. They control San Antonio, Bear County, El Paso and El Paso County. Those are the five major population centers. And now they're after... Tarrant County and Fort Worth. So what do you see as the biggest challenge to keep them from turning Tarrant County blue? Well, you said it. They want Tarrant County. George Soros has already put money uh, into the Tarrant County DA's race in the primary. Mm -hmm. So the progressive left. And he controls all the other DA's in those five other places. And the progressive left, they want to take Tarrant County as the target. They believe if they take Tarrant County, they take Texas. Mm -hmm. I don't have to tell you or your listeners, if they take Texas, America as we know it is gone. It's done. So we're, we, are, we are that important. And what, what are we going to do to keep it away from them? So here, here's, here's what we're doing. Um, property taxes in Texas are too high. I agree. And they're too high in Tarrant County. So we are, we are going to people and telling them that we are going to actually cut their property taxes. Now, what happens with elected officials throughout this county, throughout the state of Texas, the city councils, the commissioner's courts, the school districts, they're the ones that set the tax rates. Mm-hmm. And what do they do over and over? Many of them will cut the tax rate by half a cent, quarter of a cent, mm-hmm. so they can run around telling everybody they cut your taxes. Yes. When in reality, you get your tax bill and your taxes went up. Well, but I heard he cut my taxes. I heard they cut my taxes. So what I've told them is you'll never hear me say we cut your property taxes if we didn't actually cut them. And we're going to provide actual property tax relief, which I can tell you people are desperate for. Now, I I don't I won't govern based on polls, Mm -hmm. uh, but we use polls in campaigns 
to see where people are on issues on what Take you want what you want to focus on yeah. and uh I've been talking about before I ever took any poll that property taxes are too high and we're going to cut property taxes. But when we did the polling, it's astronomical, the gap between who wants that and who doesn't. I mean, it's astronomical. Second thing we're going to do, law enforcement has been under attack Mm -hmm. in in this whole country Mm -hmm. for the last couple of years by the progressive left. And so as a result, it's getting harder to recruit law enforcement. It's getting harder to retain them. And morale is as low as it's ever been. So the people of Tarrant County need to know that I'm somebody that's going to be strong on law and order. We are going to shift the focus back to we're putting thugs in jail, Mm -hmm. not thinking the district attorney's office is the rehab center uh, for people that have gone awry. And people want to feel safe in their homes. You know, Alan, you and I, we walk outside of our house. We're, we're not worried about somebody's going to come rob us in our front yard. But tens of thousands of people that live in Tarrant County don't feel as safe and secure. Absolutely. So we don't want anyone to have to move out of Tarrant County because, A, they can't afford to li- live here, or, B, they're afraid to live in the neighborhood they live in. So we're going to be tough on those two things. But I think the third thing, why Tarrant County is going to stay Republican, is – People are desperate for leadership, Mm -hmm. and far too often people that run for office are just not leaders. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of people that run for office, and they run because it fills a void in who they are or who they aren't. They want a title. They want to be important. Yeah. And I've got all the importance I need from my wife and four kids. Mm -hmm. That's not what this is about for me. This is about providing good government. This is about providing disciplined, consistent leadership. And not someone who's going to make decisions based on how does it help me get reelected or how does this keep me from being attacked by the media or the mob, but people that will make decisions, doing the diligence to make sure they understand what they're voting on, doing the research, but then people that are going to stand up and and be leaders, not followers, are not people that are most concerned with getting reelected. Those things, in addition to Mm -hmm. inflation, um, is the thing on everyone's mind. Yes. The stock market is crumbling. The economy is going south. Who would have ever thought in the United States of America you literally might not be able to buy products on a grocery store shelf? Mm-hmm. Biden's administration and all of those progressive leftists that have this utopian view of the world instead of the realistic view, mm-hmm. that they, are, they are, have turned our country upside down. And the good news is people aren't buying it. They're not falling for it. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see not just Tarrant County, but I think we're going to see across the country that independents are going to come out in droves for us. I, b- I believe you're absolutely right. So how was it that being there on the Council of Farmers branch and, of course, being the mayor, you know, got you in the right position, you know, from every aspect, especially the fiscal aspect, to, to have you poised to be the next county judge of Tar- Tarrant County? We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, I'm Kent Charnig, and I'm the founder of El Paso County, Colorado Progressive Veterans. Don't worry, we're not crazy tree huggers, but we do have an amazing podcast talking about nothing but the military and veterans. Please check us out, epccpv.org. Thank you. Talk to you soon. So when I first got elected, I think I was 34 years old. Mm -hmm. And in the first three or four months, they start talking about TIFFs and PIDs. And I'm like, what on earth are they talking about? Like, did I make a mistake doing this? 
And after a few months, you pick up on it, you yes. learn. So I, I, I walk in the door with six years of elected municipal experience and with five years prior to that of municipal board experience, just that alone, not to mention all the other leadership roles. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had a leadership role in the Sheriff's Civil Service Commission, mm -hmm. as you mentioned. County government, what so many people don't understand, county government is the government, I think, that impacts you the most. So county government is the district attorney's mm -hmm. office, which prosecutes the criminals, the sheriff's department, which runs the jail and provides law mm -hmm. enforcement. It's the civil courts. It's the criminal courts. It's the tax assessor's office. It's the elections department. And in Tarrant County, it's the hospital district, John Peter Smith. So it has more impact, I believe, than any other government entity. And so having the experience that I have, uh, essentially this commissioner's court that you described, all counties in Texas, all 254, county government is run by five-member commissioner's court made up mm -hmm. of the county judge mm -hmm. and four commissioners. So county judge is not someone who sits there in a black robe uh, with a gavel in front of a jury deciding cases. It's actually more like the mayor of the county mm -hmm. and the commissioners are the city council of the county. So it, it the, the roles are very similar. And, uh, and so having done that for six years in office and then five years on boards, uh, I am far and away the most experienced candidate in this race among many other differences of, of which the contrast could not be more different. Now, help people to understand, because so often folks hear DFW, which stands for Dallas-Fort Worth, but most people just think of Dallas. They don't think about this incredible place, Tarrant County, which encompasses Fort Worth and a, a wide swath of other suburban areas. So kind of give us a, a general geographic, demographic breakdown of Tarrant County population and everything. What's the, the major industries? Because, you, you know, it's very important to the defense industry, Tarrant County is. So help the uh, viewers understand that. Yeah, great question. So uh, Tarrant County is west of Dallas County. Uh, Tarrant County is the third largest county in this great state of Texas. Mm -hmm. Tarrant County has about 2.1 million people. And uh, Tarrant County, people should know this about Tarrant County. Uh, I, I was born and raised in Dallas County, so I, I can say this. I, I left there. <laughs> and Dallas County has a lot of people, especially the city of Dallas, that are not from Texas, let alone Dallas. Mm -hmm. Tarrant County, most people here are from Texas, mm -hmm. and most people here are from Tarrant County. Fort Worth in particular uh, you, you meet people in Fort Worth, and they're almost all, they've lived there their whole lives. Where the lives, West begins. Where the West begins. Yes, right. and, and Fort Worth and Tarrant County, it has this, this spirit of adventure, this, uh, this rugged individualism. Yes. Chisholm Trail. Yeah, the, it's the yeah. Western heritage. Yes. Uh, the stockyards. Yes. And um, it, it's, it's very Texan, and it's very different than Dallas County in, in that respect. The, the, the industry that we have here, well, a lot of people, the Dallas Cowboys are in Tarrant County. Mm -hmm. The Texas Rangers are in Tarrant mm -hmm. County. American Airlines is head, headquartered in Tarrant County. Mm -hmm. um, DFW Airport is actually, for the most part, in Tarrant County. Mm -hmm. uh, Bell Textron is in Tarrant County. Lockheed, um, this, is a, this is a place where... Uh, it's it's the kind of place you want to raise your family. It's yeah. the kind of place you want to work and, and go to church. And having lived in both, I can tell you there's no comparison. Mm -hmm. Tarrant County is a nicer, um, slower pace, and I don't mean that in a negative way, place mm -hmm. to live. 
But like every place else in America, it doesn't just stay that way just because. It stays that way if you have leaders who are in place who are intentional about preserving the culture and the character Mm -hmm. of this place that we call home. And uh, I'm a proud Tarrant County resident. I've lived here now uh, over 11 years, and this this Mm -hmm. will be our forever home. And you got to understand to all the uh, viewers, Fort Worth Naval Air Station, is there. I mean, you can have jets flying over you as you're traipsing down I-30 or, or going around 8, uh, 820. Uh, Bell helicopters. I mean, the next generation of rotary wing aircraft for the United States military is developed here. Uh, and also the F-35 system developed here in, in Tarrant County. And, of course, you got an undefeated college football team called Texas <laughs> yes, Christian University uh, in the top five. And so – a lot of these things, you're right, people think of Dallas, 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 but you just said the Texas Rangers, Dallas Cowboys, all of this is here in Tarrant County, which again lends you to understand why the left sees this as such an important place to get under their wing, which of course they will end up destroying. So in a comparison contrast, you, you run against Deborah Peoples. I've had some challenging times with her. She was the Democrat Party chair over there in Tarrant County. What are the big ticket things that completely contrast you with her? I mean, I think most things are evident, but, you know, in running for this position. Yeah, we could probably talk about this for the next four hours and still have more material to go Mm -hmm. over uh, the differences. So uh, I'll start with this. When it comes to property taxes, uh, I have said from the very beginning we were going to cut property taxes, and I have a plan to cut the property tax rate by 20%. She has no plans to focus on the tax rate and thinks it's great where it is, which means Tarrant County businesses and homeowners are going to continue to see property taxes skyrocket Mm -hmm. if she's elected county judge. Crime. Um, She's a big defund the police proponent. Mm -hmm. And, of course, now she's trying to deny it, but facts don't lie. She's on record. Her own Facebook posts. um, She came out very hard and very strong in 2020 against Proposition A in Fort Worth. Proposition A was to uh, fund the police department, and she came out voting against it to limit the police budget. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she now doesn't know how to backpedal from it. She says she's pro-law enforcement, yet she's out there on record yeah. just two years ago. And we're talking about this is a lady that I believe is 70 years old, so a lot of people don't come to a, a change in how they view <laughs> law enforcement, you know, in their 70s. Yeah. So she, came, she says that police come into her neighborhood in combat mode. Um, I believe that law enforcement... Uh, have been demonized, and mm-hmm. they're gonna. I'm gonna always support them. I'm supported by the Fort Worth Police Association, the Arlington Police Association, the Tarrant County Law Enforcement Association, CLEAT, the Combined Law yep. Enforcement Agencies of Texas, our Sheriff Bill Weyburn, our District Attorney mm-hmm. Sharon Wilson. So they are all behind me. Shouldn't have a single uh, law enforcement organization of any kind behind her. Multiple constables, everything else, are supporting us. Um, I think another thing is uh, she is just a radical leftist. And, you know, what they like to do is call us extreme. Yes. So when we're for lower property taxes, that's extreme. When we're pro-faith, that's extreme. When we're for the family, that's extreme. Law and order. Law and order. It's extreme. Yet their people, she came out uh, at, a, at a fundraiser in Austin a couple of weeks ago, put on by a lobbyist, which no one attended, by the way. Uh, but she came out and said that she thinks uh, an open border is a human right. 
And so she doesn't even believe in the sovereignty of the state of Texas. No, or, or the country. Yeah. So uh, I'm somebody that in Farmers Branch brought a program called 287G to Texas, which is a federal program to help uh, the federal government deal with border security and keep our community safer. We were the first governmental entity to do it in our little old small town. And after we did it, multiple other cities and counties did it. Uh, in Tarrant County, we do 287G, which allows us to send dangerous, violent, felon, criminal, illegal aliens out of our county, out of Texas, out of the country. Mm -hmm. She's against 287G. So the difference is there could not be a bigger contrast in the differences. I believe, uh, and it has very little to do with county judge, other than the county judge is supposed to be the leader. Yes. Uh, and I believe that what we're doing to school children in uh, our lowest performing, um, lowest socioeconomic areas where we are forcing them to stay mm -hmm. in a failing school, when we have parents, guardians, grandparents, big brothers, big sisters willing to take those kids somewhere else, uh, and people like Deborah Peoples are against it, yeah. um, keeping especially kids in the black community, Absolutely. in the Hispanic community, in these failing issue. schools. Civil rights issue of our time, and she's against making that change. I'm 100% for it, and, and even though the county judge has no actual input or legislative ability, if you will, to do anything about schools, you can absolutely be an outspoken advocate yes. for change. And we need every parent or guardian to be able to put a kid in a better school if they're in a failing school, if they're willing to do it. In our system now, we don't have that. So the differences are, I mean, we could go on. It's She is a radical leftist, and I'm a common-sense conservative, pro-family, um, pro-faith pro-business Republican. Yeah, you know, and you let's let's dovetail off of that. You you finished up talking about education because you've been involved in an issue about education here in Tarrant County in South Lake, Texas, especially the Carroll Independent School District, which got national attention. And that was when they came down with the Cultural Competency Action Plan. I call it the the precursor to all this critical race theory and cultural Marxism. And the families there in South Lake said no. And you took it upon yourselves, and I really believe that you all were, were, were the, the, the match that started this flame of people going out and running for school board positions. Talk to us about the South Lakes family pack that you started with uh, Lee Wamskins and the success that you have seen uh, with that Carroll ISD school board and other school boards here in the uh, Tarrant County area. You bet. Well, so Alan is a humble man, and he doesn't say how, how big a role he played in that, but he helped us tremendously with fundraising and used his platform. So July 31st of 2020, mm -hmm. Carroll ISD school board uh, put on their agenda for to be voted on the next Monday, which I think was August 2nd or maybe it was August 3rd, uh, this thing called the Cultural Competence Action Plan, CCAP is what we called it around here. And it, and that sounded better than critical race theory Marxist plan. Yes. Uh, that probably wouldn't sell well in a town like South Lake. So they put on the agenda. And it was a 134-point action plan. And for the listeners that don't know, South Lake Carroll ISD is viewed in every measurable as one of the top one, two, or three public school districts in the state of Texas. So we knew if they could pass something like that here, it was going to spread yes. through Texas like wildfire. And this 134-point action plan, I mean, did things like create a, a diversity police unit within the school district to start tracking microaggressions. that uh, They wanted to teach about sexuality to literally pre-K kids, four-year-olds. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I could go on and on about what was in there, but it, but it was just just – 
just horrific. And they passed it on that Monday night meeting. And then a group of parents met and said, you know, we got to do something about it. And I stood up to lead the effort. So we formed this political action committee and it's a group of concerned parents, South Lake families, not, not a person made a penny from it. Mm -hmm. Nobody was paid a salary or a anything. I mean, nobody submitted mi even so much as mileage. Nobody submitted a please pay for a lunch. But it was a group of parents that we organized and said, we're going to stop this in our school. We're not going to let that happen here. And we had hundreds of volunteers, hundreds of parents get involved. We organized it. And you mentioned Lee Wamsgons. She, she and I ran it together mm -hmm. And uh, after I started it. And we were able to rally people. We, we had more turnout in the next school board election than they had ever had in the history unheard of South Lake, of. unheard of, like yeah. like over fifty yeah. percent turnout in a school board election. Yeah. We we put two strong, freedom loving, patriotic Americans in the office. They did exactly what they said they were going to do. Then we put another one in six months later in a special election. We overtook the school board. We stopped this cultural competence action plan in its tracks. We replaced the people inside the district that wanted to to force this nonsense on kids. They even were going to require you had to pass their version of cultural competency to graduate from high school. Yeah. If you don't pass it, you don't graduate high school. And we stopped it. Well, after we did this and this model that I created, this, this political action committee, grassroots mm -hmm. parents mm -hmm. model saying parents should be in charge of their children's education, not bureaucrats mm -hmm. and certainly not far left people who want to totally change up the way we do business and government in, 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 the, in the state. After we did that, they took that and I went and helped them set it up and went and talked to parents in districts throughout uh, Tarrant County. And in Mansfield ISD, Grapevine Colleyville ISD, and uh, what was it, Keller ISD, the next election cycle, they followed our model, used our same way of doing things, and they won, it was 13 of 13 school board seats, mm -hmm. and won them convincingly, and critical race theory and gender fluidity and sexuality has been stopped from being taught in those school districts. And what people are looking for, I talked about leadership earlier, um, people are looking for people to stand up and say no and push back against this nonsense. And when you do it, sure, you'll take the bullets and the arrows. I took them in Farmer's Branch when we stood up against illegal immigration. I took them when we stood up against critical race theory in Southlake. But what happens is when you stand up, people will follow, but it also gives cover to other elected officials who may not be quite as brave or ready Absolutely. to go take this on and have the media, you know, circling their homes and having seances out in front of the house. It gives them courage and, hey, we're not alone. We can do something about it. And we're seeing it all over this county, state and country. You were so effective in what you did. And, and, you know, many of you have heard me say the most important elected position in the United States of America school board. And you were so effective in that, in that program that you have exported out that NBC News, not just local, NBC, we're talking about national, NBC News came after you. And they did a documentary <laughs> called South Lake. Uh -huh. And, and it's so important that you're right. You got to stand strong and you showed courage to inspire other people to show courage. And I think that what you all did here has enabled an incredible movement of retaking school boards all across and school districts all across the United States of America. And so if there's a reason to have Tim O'Hare as the county judge of Tarrant County, it is that. 
Because a leader sees an issue, sees a problem, comes up with a plan, and goes after it, but it's not just about them. They pass it on, and they continue to share it. Best practices, and that's what you've done, and I know that that's what you're going to do for Tarrant County. And I would just pray one day that we can have a Tim O'Hare on the other side of Highway 360. That's what separates Dallas County and Tarrant County. And we can get a Tim O'Hare over there in Dallas County. Uh, you know, I live in Garland, and, and we're suffering under Clay Jenkins over there. And uh, hopefully uh, Lauren Davis can defeat him there in Dallas County because we cannot continue to lose our major population centers here in the state of Texas. That's the blueprint for the left to overtake the state of Texas. So in our final moments, what would you like to say to the, to the viewers out there? And I'm sure some of your constituents will end up seeing this podcast interview. What's your message to them? Take as much time as you want. Thank you. So it, it's really this simple. Th this is a watershed election for Tarrant County, Texas. Are we going to go the way of a socialist uh, nation, socialist county, or are we going to preserve America as we know it? America is the greatest country in the history of the world, and it's done more good for people that live here, but also for people outside of our borders than any other country in history. And it is something we actually have to preserve. We are the last best hope. If you can't live in America, where can you go? And we, freedom is on the ballot in November in Tarrant County for sure, but in Texas and across the country. What people can expect from me if they elect me to be their county judge, they can expect a disciplined, reliable leader in a time where we need leaders who are more about the county are more about others than they are about themselves. That's what I'll provide. We need someone who is going to be strong on law and order, who is going to support law enforcement and keep you safe, keep our streets safe. That's me. My opponent's proven to be the exact opposite. We need somebody who understands in this time of staggering inflation that families are hurting, individuals are hurting, businesses are hurting. The inflation numbers that have come out, the job numbers that have come out, uh, we are in a recession whether Joe Biden wants to admit it or not. And somebody that understands the effect property taxes has on you and your family. If you want somebody that will go in and actually cut property taxes, not just give rhetoric and act like they did, that's me. I'm the candidate who says they'll do that. And finally, I firmly believe a rising tide lifts all boats. If you want somebody who's going to be pro-business and who understands that bringing in high-quality jobs to our area is a key to lifting people out of poverty. If you want somebody who understands education is the key to lifting people out of, out of, out of, out of poverty, not more government handouts and more government money. You can count on me to stand for those principles and values and not say I'm going to do one thing and then get in office and do something else and become somebody different. I'll be... Tomorrow, next year, four years from now, exactly who I told you I would be today. I'm always going to try to honor God in everything I do. I'm always going to try to honor my family. But I'm going to do what's right by Tarrant County, and I'm going to work for the good of everybody. And I think together we're going to keep Tarrant County Republican, which will keep Texas Republican, which will give us every opportunity in 2024 to elect a Republican president and we need it now more than ever because of what the far left is doing to our country. So, Alan, thank you for this opportunity. It's my pleasure. I really appreciate you, you having me on. And tell everyone your website, how they can follow you and support you in your campaign. 
Yeah, go to electtimohare.com. The website's electtimohare.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Timothy O'Hare, which is no apostrophe in that, T-I-M-O-T-H-Y-O-H-A-R-E. Tell your friends and family, whether you live in Tarrant County or beyond, get out and vote. This is election is going to be about turnout. Uh, this is the most important election of our lifetimes. And you know what? They all are now with what the left is doing to our country. But the election is upon us. We have early voting starts on Monday, October 24th. That's next Monday. Runs through November 4th here in Texas. And election day for everyone across the country is November 8th. Get your friends and family to the polls. Tarrant County, our state, and our nation are dependent on you. And he's absolutely right because, again, so goes Texas, so goes America, so goes America, so goes the rest of the world. What happens here in Tarrant County, Texas, will affect what happens all across the world. That's how important it is. When you've got George Soros targeting you, that lets you know how important, how critical this county is for the state of Texas and for the United States of America. We've lost Dallas County. We've lost Travis County, Houston, Harris County, Bear County, San Antonio, El Paso County. But we got to start winning them back. And the first thing we do, we deny them Tarrant County. So God bless you. And thank you so very much, Tim, for being with us on the Steadfast and Law Podcast. Thanks for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for joining us on this episode of the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. And for Tim O'Hare, who is running for Tarrant County Judge, I hope you understand how critical Tarrant County is, not just for the United States, I mean, I hope you understand how critical Tarrant County is, not just for the state of Texas, but for the entire United States of America. We've got a great candidate running for county judge here in Tarrant County, and that is going to mean the difference here in the state of Texas. If you know George Soros is targeting something, that's where we need to get behind it. So again, it's our pleasure and honor to bring this podcast to you. If you like what you see, hit the like button. Make sure you're sharing it with others. Because we're here to make sure that you're better informed, better educated, and therefore you're better activated to keep the longest running constitutional republic that the world has ever known steadfast and loyal. Before they burn it down.